nearly the full moon. You were bitten by the beast. You bear his mark now. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. A fantastical truth that his father is literally a monster. Under the blue moon I saw you so soon. And if I see any of you trespassing this way again, I won't be so civil. The following episode contains spoilers. Let us deal with it. He's cursed. God has forsaken him. Now, we are all aware that Mr. Talbot has suffered quite traumatic personal experiences. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. How are we doing today? I'm all right, man. I've got a weird shoulder thing going on. Right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm advancing in age... At a rate that is upsetting to me. The ripe old age of 34, yeah. The ripe old... I'm not 34. How fucking... I am the young... You're the young... Young 33. The young 33. I'm a, I'm a young 33. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally. But I'm getting old. Emotionally, right. yeah. Spiritually, I'm like fucking 60 plus. Mentally, yeah. nine. You're nine. Ten. I was say nine. Still find farts as well. Words funny. Man sat in front of Ghostbusters figurines and um, he's like, I'm a, hey, I'm a grown you, man. man. They are a rarity right now. That's my retirement plan. They're going to be worth something one day. Anyway, I'm old as fuck. Mm-hmm. I worked out for the first time in a little while because I had that vertigo thing going on. So every time I worked did, out, yeah. it felt like the world was spinning, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's calmed down a bit now. Nice. So I'm like, I started working out again and I was knackered. And because I was knackered, I thought I'd treat myself to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. Let me guess. Peanut butter and jam. Jam. No, I didn't choke. I fell down the stairs because I was too excited at the thought of a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> fell down the stairs and dislocated my arm. I popped right. it back in, yeah, yeah. and it's fine, which is fine. I'm double jointed, so I'm, I'm used can, to doing you used it. You used to disjoint, dislocate your arms as a joke in uni. I remember that. You used to yeah, skip still do. around your arms. It was fucking again like King Louis from the Jungle Book. It was fucking vile. But again, mental age yeah, nine yeah, or ten. Yeah, yeah, fair. It's hilarious to me, right? Um, so it's fine. Yep. But I've popped it back in, and I think I've popped it back in wrong. And right. now, when I wake up in the morning, it's like way far. It's way far forward, right. and I have to like push it, and it goes gunk, gunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's two, and it's never done two before. It's always done one. Okay, so you've so gone, now you it's found bit... another gear in the in the clutch, and you're like, you're not sure what it does. It's just yeah, there. Look, yeah. I don't. I, I know this is an audio thing. Yeah, yeah. But look, I watch. can see it. So there's there's my shoulder yeah, in. Yeah. That is vile. That's that is vile. <laughs> That is a werewolf transform. Oh. You are slowly but surely transforming into a fucking oh, giraffe God. with too many knees. Fucking transforming into an old man. I'm transforming into the human equivalent of elder abuse. And the perpetrator is stairs. <laughs> ben or Rose, peanut ben butter. Rose was I can't decide. Man until he was bitten by a radioactive prick. <laughs> right? Now he's terrified of stairs and can't get aroused around peanut butter anymore. Prick man. How are... <laughs> you you have to get aroused by peanut butter. You and you and Roxy. That's the only way you can get your Roxy off, right? That was a bestiality joke. That was a bestiality joke, and I don't appreciate. I am I'm a very 
I'm a very proud dog dad, you and are. I don't appreciate the the bestiality jokes. All, all right? right, all right. You know why? Because my dog is a fucking saint. We're going to struggle in this episode, mate. There's a, there's a I... lot of bestiality <laughs> jokes. <laughs> there is a literal dog man. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not Bram Stoker's Dracula level of bestiality jokes, however. So no, 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 it's not that. Anyway, how are you? Doing all right, doing all right. I had a lovely weekend and I've returned Good. to work and all my belongings just littered around the house. Um, as and so I had a whole day today to do stuff with that. Well, no, as in in boxes and like in oh. need of going into the loft and. Like, I thought you meant they were like scattered around elsewhere previously, <laughs> and you've just brought them all well, yeah, inside. They were, they were now. scattered around London. <laughs> I, I reclaimed them last it's week. It's too cold now. I've had to bring in my <laughs> shoes and my <laughs> my record collection yeah. from the outside bit where they love to play. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I had the whole day to sort it out, which um, which sure. I didn't take advantage of. I just stayed on the sofa watching shit BBC series and sleeping. But I kind of needed oh, it. Fuck you. I know. That sounds beautiful, man. It was. I need, it was I need the one best, of them days. It was the best day I've had since since well, a couple of days. It's been a good week. It went from being a very bad week to being a very good week. So it was a Wednesday as well, dude. You had like the peak midweek experience it's a today. Wednesday, I'm, fucking, my dude. I'm so jealous. I'm so yeah. jealous, man. But what are we doing today? We're doing the Wolfman 2010, starring 2010 Anthony Hopkins. Damn your eyes, man. Damn your eyes. Damn your eyes. Damn your eyes. And uh, Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro with a spectacular wig. Oh, if I had a chin it strap, it would be made, more realistic. It, if that that wig mm-hmm. was either fashioned on or stolen from, yep. insert any Frankenstein movie here that isn't Mary Shelley's because he's a fucking shaved football in that movie but any other frankenstein movie as opposed movie, to a hairy football which are really common right you have to shave the football yeah. to get that look yeah okay they're like the opposite of coconuts that are notoriously smooth and hairless yes clearly uh yeah. and emily blunt also starring emily blunt and emily blunt and i'm not going to forget this because he is fucking incredible and during the 2010s he okay. had a bit of a bit of a fucking purple patch hugo weaving what the fuck is a purple patch it's like a good creative output time look what? google it google purple patch i have never heard that say no all right so before the episode started when we do these notes and stuff yeah, yeah yeah can we start including rob's fucking mental phrase of the day because there's some things that you look, say sometimes that I've, are so left field just because i've and like, read a ben, book this was uh, this was so popular in the 1830s how do you never know this <laughs> <gasps> And you're sitting there flicking your fucking half penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your monocolor, just wanking off into a dictionary. (laughs) We found found an old report card of mine. I had a 66% attendance rate. And this is how fucking better educated I am than you. I mean, that's a better... Okay, (laughs) A, that's not offensive to me. That's a comment on my school system. (laughs) Right, and that's fine because I grew up poor and you are posh. It's understandable, right? That you would read and we would get stabbed by compasses. Well, no, we were we were we were poor, but we weren't institutionally poor. The only thing we didn't have shit tons of was money. We had fuck all mm. money, but we had mm. everything else because we. My grandmother was the one who drank all the money, so mm. we were raised. We mm. were raised rich, even though we had no money. See, where do you know what we were rich on? Uh, McCain's potato smiley faces, but the Iceland brand. Not the McCain's brand. We were rich on love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we fair. were rich on love, and that was that was more than enough it, to to compensate for the cheap 
McCain's rip-off brands <laughs> that you get from Iceland. That's, because they are delicious. They are delicious. And I'm going to fight their corner. They are. I'll fight their corner. They are. Dictionary, Purple Patch, A Run of Success or Good Luck, which Hugo Weaving enjoyed when he starred in Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, V for Vendetta, and this commercial flop of a film that's oh, 30% shit. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's fucking, what's his face? Not an, Is it Anderson? Mr. Anderson? Who's the Agent Matrix Smith. fella? Yeah, that's Agent the one. Smith Who's Anderson? Elrond. Anderson's Keanu Reeves, Mr. Anderson, Neo. Is that his name? We should watch those films on this. Podcast. I need to rewatch The Matrix, man. <laughs> Fuck! It's been it's been so long oh, since I've watched that girl. film. Fuck me. We'll do it on the podcast in January. Sure. Yeah. No, 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 no that's a bit soon. Come on. Fuck we'll figure you. it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Why was this a fucking flop, though? Uh, this is, I because I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't realize that this film existed until we started this season. Yeah. I had no clue this that this existed. Nope. Um. I love Emily Blunt. I love, yep. fucking love Benicio del Toro. Yep. Those two together, insane. You forgot I about love Anth- um, Anthony Hopkins. Damn your eyes, Anthony man. Hopkins. Damn your eyes. Right. You keep doing this. It is like being punched in the eardrum with a fucking horse. Would you prefer? It's like a horse. Would you prefer? Yeah, because okay. your mic doesn't pick up on that. So you just look super weird in the camera <laughs> maintaining eye contact with me. I was like, are you doing snake mouth? What's happening? <laughs> I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Oh, <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, I can't do that noise. It just sounds like I'm fucking struggling. It sounds like a milkshake <laughs> has Jimmy, clogged it up my straw. sounds like you're struggling. We are struggling, Ben. That's the yeah, point yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> Dude, my shoulder is really hurting, man. Every time I lean on it, I'm wincing. So like I'm, I have a point, and then I'll I'll like get excited, and I'm like, gunk. Oh, <laughs> fuck! Ah, my legs. <laughs> Dude, I'm so old. This is fucked. This film ate shit when it came out. It's even to this day. Why though? Well, here's the thing. We're watching it from uh, 2020, uh So twelve years ago. We expect mm-hmm. the CGI to be ropey, right? But this was yeah. ropey CGI even for 2010. I know. I get that we're watching it in the context of we're doing the Wolfman from 41 and the remake. So we've got something to compare it to. Yeah, so yeah. just dropping this movie out. In, all right, maybe I do see it now. Yeah, yeah. it was you 2008. Just drop this out in 2010. Yeah, exactly. With no, there's, there's, no one gives a shit. <laughs> just Wolfman is not half the press anymore. No. And no one's thought about it in 60 years. No, like. there's been no good remakes. <laughs> it's coming off the back of like the Mummy films. With Brendan Fraser, oh, God, which are like yeah. light and family entertainment. Yeah. Um, Dracula sure. had its Bram Stoker's uh, version in 1991. So this is like 20 years too late. Yeah, I guess. Frankenstein was 93. And uh, it was marketed very much as a horror. Now, if there's one thing this film isn't, it's scary. I There's, there's bits... I think it's got elements of modern horror in with like the jump scares of some stuff. Yeah, it's jump scary. And it's 2008 uh, CGI, 2005 CGI in a 2010 film. Yeah, I it's, guess. You know, and it's not it's I not guess. a surprising film. You're not sat there being like, oh my God, I didn't expect. No, I text you when I was 10 minutes into the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, like, is this the film? And you went, end? don't do this because <laughs> you're just going to disappoint yourself. Yeah. I was like, so that is it. Then. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> totally. That's, that's fine. So it's, I just wanted you to know my predictions yeah. before. So this cool. is this is a thirty-three percent are on Rotten Tomatoes. But let me tell I don't think that's right. All two hundred and twenty one of those reviewers why they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Crazy wrong. Crazy, crazy wrong. This is a lovely self contained film about people 
having ordinary reactions to extraordinary circumstances, and the thing that's happening to them is an appropriate allegory for things that happen to people. And it just so fucking happens that they've taken this fantastical, horrific, fun-as-fuck, enjoyable route to tell a story mm-hmm. about something that we can all relate to. Is it... Super fucking fun. Super fun. It's not super Interstellar. Fun. It's not Tenet. You're not going to go away from there being like, wow, that film's a real thinker. But if you want two hours of entertainment with a point, like it's got meat on its bones. It's got a decent skeleton. The effects are ropey when they're showing the wolves, but the, some of the horror kills are fucking incredible. The violence in this is insane. The violence is insane. I didn't expect any of it. Like the, the Within the first couple minutes of the movie, some dude has his stomach sliced open. And then his sausages all fall out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, it was... I, I was watching this being sort of like, oh, it's a Wolfman remake. It's going to be kind of goofy. It's going to be like a, a thing ripped. I was like, oh, hello. The atmosphere <laughs> is fantastic. The acting is fantastic. The effects are by yeah. Rick Baker, who did um, American Werewolf in London. It is, mm-hmm. it's a good, it's, look, it's not a great film. And if you go into it expecting a great film, you're going to be disappointed. But if you want a good enough, effective Wolfman movie, I don't know how you could have done it better. I'll agree. Dude, I I went into this expecting the worst because I was like, I didn't know it existed. We've just come off the back of Mary Shelley's fucking yeah, Frankenstein right. Branagasm. So this is how I thought it was going to go. I thought we were going to do Dracula and then Bram Stoker yeah. is Dracula and the Furious. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking Fury Road, Dracula yeah. Fury Road. And then you've got Frankenstein and you've got Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is like someone smoked acid made mm-hmm. of crack and then just fucking it's Frankenstein off Kenneth Branagh yeah. into a script like it's that's Frankenstein a, to Abbey. It's it's I kind of yeah. but I I think Downton Abbey at least has more drama to it. <laughs> it just has something. <laughs> yeah, so you've yeah, got yeah. Mary Shelley, which yeah. is just the most batshit, fucking frivolous, careless. Mary Shelley's is the perfect living art though, because I I take Frankenstein as it being <laughs> be careful of what you create. Yeah, yeah. And Kenneth Branagh was <laughs> Kenneth like, "What Branagh an interesting just... idea! Let me do exactly not that." <laughs> yeah, let's do a living experiment where I put no thought or effort or you know <laughs> conscious fucking effort into this movie, <laughs> and then just throw it at a page to see what happens. Yeah, that happens. It's terrible, yeah, yeah. but it's amazing. But it's awful. But fantastic. But shit. <laughs> Anyway, the Wolfman, the and film we're actually got covering. The Wolfman. <laughs> so that's a pretty fucking steep decline in the remakes, right? You yeah. got yeah, no, it is massively steep decline. And then I was thinking, this is going to be like the creme de la creme. This is going to be the wall that the car crashes into, right? Yeah. This is going to be the puddle at the bottom. It's of not going to get worse than fucking, this. No, it's going to be the the puddle at the bottom of the shit pile. Yeah. And that's what I went in expecting, and what I got was a incredibly sincere yep almost almost completely standalone original mm. take yeah on the story behind the wolfman not necessarily the wolfman itself yeah it's it's i t- i remember texting you about this film it's like somebody's taken an old classic car yeah, and they're like, right, we're going to do a reissue of this classic car, but they've mm-hmm. changed, they've kept the body shape the same, they've kept all the external stuff the same, but it's a completely new engine. The thing that drives the story forward is no mm-hmm. longer this man is a sex pest with mental health problems. They've they've taken the bits of the of the original that were interesting, 
the yeah. uh, mental health, the allegory for bipolar or schizophrenic disorder. Um, yeah. And they've gone, what, what, what other characters were underutilized in the original that we can give their own arcs and their own agency? Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get into it later, but Emily Blunt's character, she plays the, um, the love interest of, uh, of the original. And what's incredible is by about, <laughs> I, by about thoughts three quarters of the way in, she walks into her antique shop that she owns, and you're like, holy shit, I forgot that she was just the fucking antique shop girl that he sees through the telescope in the original. She's actually fucking incredible because she has her yeah. own agency, her own arc, her own thoughts and feelings. Yeah. She's not a damsel in distress. We'll get into it. She's not a damsel in distress. No. I am gonna I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna put forth an argument shortly to you. Yeah. That she is not a damsel in distress, but is instead a a lady who is accustomed to a certain lifestyle. A certain lifestyle. <laughs> and however and whomever she, she has to be around. She's not saying she a gold digger. But she embracing yeah. window broke, broke, broke. I did the censored version there because yeah, I dude, know I'm who not I am. Lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was already pulling the dis- <laughs> like disapproving face as if to be sort of like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very aware of who I am and what I can do, and what I can't. I had a friend once who had a who he was super into rap music. He was a white. He's white, and he was like, I can never say the n word, so I just replace it with neighbor. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. Neighbors in Paris. Neighbors in Paris, man. It sounds like it should be like. You know it the does, Australian although, TV show. Yeah, but then like, they the just take now, a holiday. Now I've got the Australian TV show theme stuck in my yeah, head, yeah. but the word isn't neighbor anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's much darker. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> well, that one backfired. I just thought that was a nice little. I thought that was a nice little tidbit from a friend who used to listen to rap music. Oh, there you go. So, this film, I think, incredibly effectively realizes that the. Mm-hmm. The driving point of the original wasn't really strong enough. It was a weird... We were talking about it last episode yeah. with Horror Hangout, the lovely Ben Arrington. If you haven't heard that episode, what the fuck are you doing listening to this one? Go and fucking listen to it. But uh, we, Shame talk, on we you. talk about that sharp left turn where it, it's uh, he's a sex predator and he's going to... You know, the thing we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. He becomes a literal predatory creature because of his behavior like a predatory creature. And it takes this sharp The thing left... that we all assumed. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That we all assumed it would be because of our 2022 yeah. lens. And right? so and so, this film's like, that doesn't stand up because we, we need a sympathetic protagonist. People like Ben Errington aren't going to get behind Jimmy Savile Goes Feral. So we should Depends figure... on the feet, man. Depends <laughs> on the feet. Tarantino approved. He's a big feet guy. He is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the kind of feet that Savile liked had a tag on them. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus i like politely chuckled at that because i sort of missed it and then the penny dropped and now i feel terrible <laughs> you're going to hell jesus. with me because you laughed um yeah fuck it i'll see you there this one is an allegory for the anthony hopkins character who plays father um in the original he's just referred to father? as father um he is this sort of how to describe him like this lothario type like tr- arrested development likes his hunting likes his guns he's likes... kind of like you would not be out of place in arrested development he wouldn't and you no, know that's he's... a great point he's got this kind of 
He's got this kind of like all of his dressing gowns have got animal print on them, and it's not print; mm. it's animal skin. Yeah. And he goes around, and he's very much about like you know being the biggest, the strongest. He's like um, the alpha. The alpha. But yeah. But when you first meet him, you just go, "Oh, he's a bit of a fruity dickhead." You don't think. Oh, Did you really think that? I, I saw him and I was just sort of like, this is the coolest cucumber with the <laughs> fattest wallet. And he's he just yeah. knows it. So like yeah, he's got no matter large... what no matter what happens in front of yeah, him, yeah. he's got a room full of guns yeah. and dead animals. And then he's just sort of like, Yeah, let's do it. It's fine. My my manservant is on the roof with a sniper. Uh you're dead. He's got See biggest dick energy. That's what he's got. Yeah. It's Anthony Hopkins, man. He, like <laughs> yeah, if he yeah, doesn't yeah. have like a fucking three foot dick, I don't know what <laughs> I, there's no one else that I can think of that would have a bigger penis. Um and so essentially he uh he is a wolf man and he turns his son into a wolf man and throughout the entire time uh, Benito del Toro's character, Lawrence, as he is in this, rather than Larry, which is I appro- an, a, a change I approve of, um, mm-hmm. is this sort of tortured artist who's always thought he had mental health problems <laughs> because when he was younger, he thought his dad murdered his mum and was a literal monster. And halfway yeah. through the film, we find out that he was right and that his time in the yeah. asylum was his dad putting him there to cover his tracks. And his mm-hmm. dad is this sort of hedonistic, vice-ridden, Hugh Hefner... Harvey Weinstein character who killed I his mean, killed his son that's... killed his son because his son was going to take his fiance away and he wanted his daughter-in-law in the house. That's legitimately the reason he kills his own son. His son doesn't measure yeah. up as enough of an alpha. And there's this thing where the Anthony Hopkins character enjoys the beast. He's got this hedonism. Yeah. Again, it's me. I'm going to see an alco- addiction, alcoholism, abuse thing. But whatever that vice is. Anthony Hopkins has spent his life fighting it and he's now at a point in his life he's like fucking nah I'm going to roll around in this shit I'm going to get that scent all over me like a dog in the park he's found some fox shit I'm proud of this and <laughs> Benicio del Toro goes no actually I'm not proud of this but I've inherited the same problem that you have from you yeah and it's this fantastic allegory for inherited vice you know he's like an alcoholic parent and the son's got a drinking problem that he wants to control that's kind of beautiful, man. See, I I went down the I went down the the sort of the mental health kind of trauma thing of yep. Anthony Hopkins covering his crimes by intentionally fucking his kid up to the point of yeah forcing him into a situation where it's like you can run away as much as you want and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I've learned to live with this. Mm-hmm. Have fun swimming in the deep end. Yeah, and everyone just fucking looks at him as if to be sort of like, "Holy shit, it's mm-hmm. fucking, it's Lawrence, it's all Lawrence." Yeah, the dad does this. Uh, Anthony Hopkins does this fucking incredible, incredible job of being this manipulative piece yeah, yeah. of shit. Yeah, he's a where he can play both sides, dude. This is yeah. why this is why he's the alpha, right? Because yeah, not yeah. only is he a literal werewolf running around killing people, mm-hmm. fucking his whole family up just to cover his tracks mm-hmm. because he fucked his whole family up. He is now. It's almost like a game for him. Yeah, no, it totally is. He's playing both sides. Mm-hmm. He's he's the puppet master. He's the guy in the shadow, sort of yep. calling all the shots, but then intermittently throwing people off his scent so wildly by just pushing his kid under the bus. Oh, totally. Fucking, totally. He's, got, he's got this like um, Darth Vader, Victor Frankenstein, Billy Butcher from The Boys, his dad, piece of shit dad vibe going on. 
And I think the reason I saw it as an ad- as an addiction metaphor or whatever it is, it could be a- abuse yeah, yeah, of any yeah. kind. It's that he's not willing to look at his behavior and stop what he's doing because he enjoys it. And as a result of that, there's all this fallout. The mum dies. Yeah. The son goes to a mental institute. His son gets killed. And he's like, it doesn't matter because those things aren't as, imp- aren't as important as how good it feels when I'm doing my thing. And what does his son end up doing? His son ends up having the same disease mm-hmm. and struggles to control it. And in the end, would rather die. Spoilers, we fucking warned you. Would rather die at the end mm-hmm. than hurt the people around him with this disease that he's inherited from his shit upbringing as a result of his dad having other things that he enjoyed more than being a good parent. If this isn't, you could swap werewolves yeah. for whiskey mm-hmm. and the f- so you could make, do the same film. Yeah, I guess so, man. Instead of him being a wolf, he goes to London, gets fucked up, gets in a few fights, comes back and is like, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. You know, and the father being like, it's not me drinking all the booze in the pub, it's my son. That's kind of fucked, man. I can't, I literally just took it as like a as like a trauma thing. Well, it, but, and but, I was, but it I was is. looking at it that way. You are right. You can replace it with literally anything that you want it to. Any vice that you can think yeah. of, you can you can switch out the werewolf with that vice. And I think this is why that this is my of, favorite. This makes re- it so much fucking better. <laughs> but this is why like I, I thought it was a good film. Yeah, but yeah. Fuck. I think this is the, uh, this is why I think to, of all the ones we've watched. This is the best one because it's the only one that's looked at what the originals did, which is leaving that room for you to put your shit in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Bram Stoker's Dracula is hitting you with a club going, this is about female sexual empowerment. Um, oh, mate, you you are fucking strapped to the bed, being spoon-fed with a fucking yeah, yeah. 8.1-inch yeah, suckable dildo. It you is, know what yeah, I mean? It's, it, like, yeah, it's a pegging of a film. Say ah. <laughs> say ah. <laughs> say ah. Oh, that's the film. That's the film. Enjoy the film. Yeah, that is most possibly the most disturbing audio we'll ever do. Sorry about that. But anyway. <laughs> Rehearsed, by the way. That took three hours of focal training. Mm. Uh, I had to stretch before doing those actions. And as I raised my arm to the camera, hurt my shoulder. <laughs> this is elder abuse, Rob, and you know it is. It's abuse of some oh, sort. I did it again. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I need to. I'm going to lean the other way yeah, so I can yeah. point with my left hand. Whereas Kenneth Branagh just pulled his dick out and started strumming his foreskin, shouting "Willy Banjo," and then mm. this is this is the one mm. that's very much like it's looked at the source material and gone, "What are its flaws? How can we fix them? What are the things it's missing? Let's add them. What characters feel 2D? Where are the sharp left hand turns? Realize it needs to change the whole driving point of the of the film. Put the new engine mm. in the in the reissue of the classic sports car, and it mm. drives all right for the money you pay. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I think this film did better than the other two remakes that we've done so far? No, I think this is a delicate remake that respects the original material. Yep, Bram Stoker's Dracula respects Dracula. Yes, but it's also just gone. Hey. Here's some nitrous and some mm-hmm. crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how fast we can run. It's a 90s right? toy commercial. It's extreme. Yeah, 100%. Mr. Yeah, 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 yeah. shoots blue flames from its dick tip. Did you spot Tony Hawks in that one scene? <laughs> Kick flip. And then it just cuts to nine kids being like, wow. <laughs> the but they're all holding Gary like. Gary Oldman as old, old <laughs> Dracula doing a kickflip. Yeah. 
Did you not know that he was on a skateboard when he just glides across the room towards Keanu Reeves? <laughs> that was actually Tony Hawk stunt yeah, doubling for was. Gary Oldman, who was dressed up as I mean, Count it was Dracula. Lux Interior of the Cramps doing vocals for Dracula, so I wouldn't be surprised See? if it was That's what I'm Tony saying, Hawk's. man. <laughs> Tony Hawk's just playing... <laughs> just playing Gary Oldman's legs in that one scene where you can't see his legs. <laughs> so anyway, this one no, yes. this one is... this one it's delicate, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not delicate in the way where it's very violent, it's very graphic, yeah. it's very dark because, like you said, the CGI is ropey as shit. Mm-hmm. But it respects the original Wolfman and just goes, maybe, yeah, maybe the sex pestery mm-hmm. wouldn't fly so much today. <laughs> so let's just ease up on that and maybe instead of having sex pestery we put an emily blunt side boob in and that will smooth everything over and it fucking before before we talk about the side boob to end all side boobs because i can see the excitement in your face you like you can't see the excitement because you can only see my waist up very true very true (laughs) i did think the camera on your laptop had tilted up slightly but anyway no But the the point we made about the world's end be not being cheap sci-fi because there's a reason mm. for aliens. I think mm-hmm. the same is true with horror, um, and it's it's that thing of like, well, why, why a werewolf? Because they're based on a strongest survives and gets to lead the group. And you've got Billy Big Bollocks, Anthony Hopkins here, who's not willing to give control to anyone who sees he's as weak, and becomes mm. a toxic, abusive father that ruins mm. the family. And then you've got the son who's trying to break the cycle of violence or addiction or trauma or whatever it is and makes different choices. And that I can relate to whilst also going, that man's a fucking wolf. And so I get my two for one vibe. I love it. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I'm in the exact same boat as you, man. I, I, I love the whole the whole toxic parent aspect. I think it's fucking fantastic the way that they've done this. The way you've described it makes it a better movie for me. I feel like if I was to watch it again now with that perspective, because I feel like I was quite shallow in this one. I saw the love and respect that it had for the original and it just, it got me giddy. Yeah, yeah, So I think I was just taking it at that, you know what I mean? Which isn't a bad thing because I have the fucking whale of a time watching this man. So good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, there's a bit in this film when uh, he goes to see the gypsy uh, to talk about some shit that's going on in this film. His dad attacks the gypsy camp because he's trying to find out who killed his brother. Isn't yeah, he? So he yeah, goes yeah, to the yeah. gypsy camp and his dad yeah. in animorph form attacks. You keep mentioning animorphs, man. It just makes me want to watch it, but I can't find it anywhere. I read animorphs. I had the books where they were it was an animal oh and then they photoshopped morph on the front. <laughs> I was into animorphs before the TV show. By their second album, they were a bit obtuse. Dude, right. There are are certain levels of hipster that are great on me. An Animorph hipster has got to be top of that list, man. It has to be top of that list. Uh, I was into Animorphs before (laughs) they were cool. Yeah, but if I was doing it sincerely, obviously, but I'm I'm leaning into your joke, Ben. Good backtrack, Animorph snob. Fucking hell, it's, it's like... It's I'm like, gonna get you. I actually I saw a T-shirt. Argue, the other day. I can't argue with you because it's like playing chess with a pigeon. It doesn't Thank matter you. how good I am at chess. You're just gonna knock the pieces over and strut about like you've won. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Pigeons notoriously loved by everyone, um, and almost never hit by trains. There you go. Sorry, did I bring up some train trauma? 
So that, I did see a picture that, get that hit by a train you, once. Toby, it was really upsetting. Toby got fucked by a train. Yeah, I know. No, it was it was really it's a specific memory that I. Fuck you, man. Like <laughs> just because I'm the pigeon. What, so in this analogy, you're the chess player and I'm the pigeon. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. You still win the game. No, in my in my analogy, I'm the pigeon shit. You're the chess piece. Neither of us are having fun, but we're both being ignored. All right, because no one likes chess. No one likes pigeon shit. Let's just get on. <laughs> Emily Blunt's side boob is probably a good way to bring you back on track. That's kind of your literally level. the only note I made for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else written down other than good. Emily Blunt's side boob. It was fantastic. It was also wildly unexpected because her husband dies, mm. and then like a week later, she's, she's trying to fuck out. his brother. Yeah. Well, okay. However, however. Try and justify it because I'm seeing this in the viewpoint of this woman mm-hmm. who has just lost an incredibly wealthy husband yes. to an yeah, incredibly yeah. wealthy family to a huge, huge estate inheritance <laughs> where she's living in a huge mansion with a fucking manservant. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Well, okay. Well, where's my... Uh, cool. Yeah, All yeah. right. Well, my dad's got a room at the inn, so I'm just going to go stay there. Next scene, she's back at the house. Yeah, yeah. The first, like, the first opportunity to be like, oh, yeah. no, I can help. I ha- I'll just move okay. back in. I'll help. So it's so it's set in what, 1880, 1870, around there? Sure. So she can't vote. Okay. She can't, she can't, there's a lot of stuff she cannot do yeah. legally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's designed by society to be nothing more than a wife. Mm-hmm. And... She quite loves the dude that she's getting married to, but not, you know, it's a marriage of convenience, not a marriage of love. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And then she meets his brother after being bereaved. She's in a state yeah. of grief for the life that she nearly had but didn't, and then meets someone she legitimately loves. Mm-hmm. She's an 1875 woman who is, let's be fair, <laughs> I under thought the... you were trying to give like a measurement of hotness then. She's like an eight out of 10 <laughs> kind of woman. I thought that's where that was going. No, she, well, she's but a... So 1875, I was like, fuck, that's a high rating then. <laughs> All right. What's this out of? 18 out of 2000? Yeah. yeah, I rate everything I rate is out of 2000. She <laughs> <laughs> seems to be really how was accurate. Your spa- <laughs> yeah, how was your pasta? 12,300. <laughs> it was that good. My point my point good. is she's a woman with not very many options and because she's over the age of 12, she is considered a spinster by society of 1870. I hear what you're saying. She's been of childbearing age for more than three years without a marriage. She's basically on yeah. the shelf at this point. I get she that. She meets someone she loves. Turns out he's yeah. a wolf man. What do you do? You show a bit of side boob. Shoot him. Shoot him. He's house. got a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a shooter. Shoot him. Take his house. If Kenneth if Kenneth Branagh had directed this film, the Wolfman would have had a gun at one point. No, he wouldn't have. The the fucking Emily Blunt would have been drowned in electric eels, which is a, <laughs> a, another fucking another representation of just his jism. Like that's all it would have been. So, how medically possible do you think this film is? I t- so. I've never been into werewolves right. or vampires or this or that kind of shit. I'm. I'm like goofy monster creature feature. Right, okay. Body horror yeah, over yeah. the top. If if someone feet. gets drilled in the face, then stop saying feet. Why is everything about feet with werewolves? <laughs> you, Ben, everyone's talking about feet when it comes to werewolves. We're just trying to out you. We're trying to out you as the, the foot fetishist you are. I fucking despise feet. Show me a foot is the quickest way for me to fucking show you my foot real close. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, fine. So, okay, not, 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 a, this isn't a qu- So, not feet. Not feet. Right. Fine. Not feet. So, I'm into that. So, I've never been into the, the vampire stuff. I've never been into the werewolf stuff. So, the werewolf stuff for me is relatively new. Right. And it makes me it makes me uncomfortable because I'm a massive control freak. Mm-hmm. And the 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 whole fucking point of being a werewolf is the loss of control and that's yeah, the yeah. scariest element for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I have control over zero situations or outcomes so is, and it's fucking terrifying. This is like to ingrown me. toenail levels of No, this is possible. like you need surgery. It's not life threatening. You need surgery. It's like a toy car in the anus. It shouldn't be there. We'll help you out. You go in under, yeah, yeah. you might die, you probably won't. That's where I'm at with it. Gotcha. Toy toy car in the arsehole okay. is where I'm at on the medical I, li- I like scale. that. I like that. I- I'll agree Thanks. with that. I'll agree with that. And then a rating as a film. Bearing in mind you gave the original like a shockingly low score. No, it just was mm, seven. I'm going to give it a seven. Seven, seven and a half. Okay. Eight, mm, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Half for the side boob. Point <laughs> 0.5 for the 0.5 boob. <laughs> I uh I kind of regret my fat 10 for the wolf man. Why? Don't you fucking own your fat 10s, man? Because I think that the fat 10 for the wolf man was through a 2022 lens. Yeah, of course. Well, you're and watching so it from 2022 well, exactly. unless you're a fucking time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about intention, isn't it? Is they didn't intend to make that film. These guys did intend to make this film. I think it falls down in the third act when it has to resolve like an action horror movie. And I think it's a, yeah. I think, I think it, I think it's an action horror movie with a brain. And I think for the third act, okay. in order to resolve the action horror part, mm-hmm. they have to turn that brain off, which is fair enough. You know, it ends up with two wolves having a scrap in a Don't, fight. That's the best bit of the film for me. Yeah. That, fair. What, fair. Watching two werewolves, father, papa, papa wolf and baba wolf. Yeah. Yeah fucking slap each other around decapitating someone in a whilst they're on fire yeah if, no, dude if you want to see Amazing. someone slapping the shit out of the dad just watch gypsy fights on youtube like <laughs> i do <laughs> i can't open youtube at work anymore because it's just it's either I dead by daylight it's either fucking dead by daylight stupid memes of like just cartoon eyeballs on like freddy krueger mm-hmm. or it's street fights nice good uh, so join us again on Sunday. Is it? Oh yeah, it's Wednesday today. Wednesday today. What? Uh, s- Sunday. Sunday. Join us on Sunday when we're going to be doing <laughs> Ben's favourite creature feature of the Universal Monsters franchise. Oh, it's going to be a good one. The creature from the Black Lagoon. It's going to be a good one. An John allegory for Ben's love life. Mm. <laughs> 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 it's it's so good because this the next film. Yeah, yeah. Is wildly different from the wildly. rest of the universal monsters yeah, yeah, yeah. wildly different and it's genuinely mwah, chef's kiss wonderful that yeah. someone sat down and thought okay so everything here is doing amazing what has no one else done that <laughs> probably is going to interest no one until 50 years from now when yeah, it yeah. might make sense and they just fucking ran with it yeah. and it's dude it's so good the f- do you want to know what's going to make it even better what's that we're being joined <gasps> by the lovely, oh, the incredible, the fucking wonderful film floggers. Film floggers. It's been a while. They've been traveling. It's. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'll bring this up with them mm-hmm. to their faces. Well, not their faces. Uh, to their, their ears. ears. Yeah, yeah. To their to ears. their ears. We have both been fucking god awful at messaging each other <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like six day response time at yeah, the moment. Yeah. It's like sending a fucking <laughs> telegram. But the worst thing is, right, is 
they're traveling. They yeah. have like a full, they have like an actual schedule and shit to do. Me, I read something and then my old ass brain, the second that I'm no longer looking at that screen, forgets that that exists. Yep. Until like three days later when I open my phone and I'm like, wasn't I doing something like 10 minutes ago? <laughs> it's fucking stupid, man. And the, Anyway. The reason we started that anecdote was because... Uh, you are old, uh, man. You need to get that shoulder looked at. <laughs> is that a joke? No, what, the film floggers, right? What's the point that we're making? Yeah. Don't just say yes to what. <laughs> what's the point that we're making? Consume. You are a. Oh, fucking... I don't remember the outro phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Ben here. Um, first off, Rob's Soapbox last episode was beautiful. And I'm incredibly grateful and incredibly lucky to have such a beautiful fucking, I, I don't know. Best friend is a phrase, but I don't feel like it's enough. Rob is my brother from another mother. So Rob, I'm eternally grateful for you and I will never never not love you so with your profound and very sweet and very touching soapbox I wanted to dedicate mine to something that I've been thinking about a lot recently and that is the aging process and how it's affecting me because I didn't realize that my testicles floated in the bath until recently and the older I get, the more they float. I don't know how this is in any way profound or prolific, but it's, just, it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Um, okay, bye.